This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, NCAA tournament day. Uh, we get 16 games this afternoon. By the time you listen to this, hopefully Princeton will have beaten Notre Dame already. What's up, Al? Or as I call it, Jerry, any other Thursday, as for I you, will yes, not be tuning in agree. any of these games. You won't, watch, you won't turn it on for a second? Not even for if a second. you get an alert on your phone that says, I don't know, uh, I don't even know who's playing in terms of every game, but let's say a three seed is about, you know, they're a minute left in a game and they're losing to a 14 seed by three points. No. That wouldn't interest you at all. No. Just in terms of the huge sports fan you are. I'm not a big push notification guy. First of all, I will ne- would never get that alert on my phone. Okay. You, but you wouldn't see it on Twitter or something? Uh, maybe on Twitter That's if I went I mean. to Twitter, like yeah. If you were alerted that there was a really good finish, you wouldn't turn that on at all? Honestly, the only – I would turn on this Kentucky versus Northern Kentucky where the we talked about during the warm-up show where there's a steak dinner's at. Right, which that five I would, minutes in you will turn it off when it's 20-3 to three, Kentucky. That I would turn on if Got it was it. close, but – you know, my girlfriend loves a push notification on her phone's constantly going off. I'm sure it is. We've, I actually just turned all mine off. I didn't realize I had I thought I had gotten them all and I got a few more on Sunday. And like when the phone so what happened was my phone did a big update last week. And all of a sudden I'm getting, you know, the sounds like crazy. And so I went into the phone and I thought I turned them all off. I had to go get a couple more this week. It's really annoying. And this is what I do not understand. My girlfriend does not watch sports. Okay. Okay. Her push notifications go off all day long from Bleacher Report. Why? I don't know. I mean, good for them, but that's a sports site. Maybe she wants to be in the know. I suppose. It's very strange. She'll be, well, and then she'll tell me some things, thinking if it was a push notification, it is important. Right. And then you say, is this sports related? I'm she'll out. be like, uh, oh, Jets are talking to Hightower. I'm like, Okay. Are you going to finish Shut that turkey burger? Off. Yes. <laughs> she loves a push notification. I'm out for that. But you're right. I will see it on Twitter. So then would I uh, check it out? Probably not. Probably not, you said. Probably not. All right. Great. I found this great story for you, Jerry. As soon as I saw this this morning, I actually almost brought this up on the warm-up show, which is all sports. Yes. And this is not sports at all. But it was so interesting to me that I almost brought it up. At what point do we start pushing the envelope to see when Mark steps uh, in? Today was almost the day. Today I almost brought almost this up. Yeah. Right, let's see where you were going. Because there's a, a 21-year-old college student in New Jersey. Her last name is Siri. Okay. And she got very annoyed when Siri came out for the phones. Because anytime she had to give her last name, people would say, oh, like Siri... <laughs> the Apple thing. Okay. Well, what's our other favorite thing that we like to talk to Jerry? You and I both have this. Alexa. Alexa. Well, her first name is Alexa. 
Really? Her name is Alexa Siri. Wow, she's having a tough go. She's having a tough go. She is not a fan of the Alexa or the Siri. Changing her name? It uh, doesn't say she's changing her name. She thought when Siri first came out, spelled S-I-R-I, that it was going to pr- be pronounced Surrey. But it is Siri, which is her last name. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Also, I would imagine if you have that in your house, either one of those, her phone's constantly going off. You would think. Because you go, Siri. You know, on your, um, you don't have an iPhone, but I had to shut this off on my iPhone. You can have it answer just like the Alexa to the phone where I could just go, Siri, what is blah, blah, blah. Right, well, I've seen my wife do that. I've shut that off where I have to hold the button in to talk to Siri. Oh, okay. Because otherwise, the one time I was having a conversation and I heard my phone go, ba-doop. I'm like, did I say something close to Siri? Maybe. And now my phone is yeah. listening to me like that? And I know you hate that. I hate that, Jerry. You feel like someone's watching you and listening in on yes. you. Like they're going to turn it on you somewhere in court down the road. Yep. That's true, Jerry. Alexa Siri, a New Jersey college student. Well, good for her. Hey, good for you. Good for her. I mean, she'll have to deal with it, and she'll be fine. You can change the um, Amazon Echo that you and I have okay. to where you can call it Echo instead of uh, Alexa. Okay. It's a setting in the I'm thing. I'm good with Alexa. Yeah, me too. It's all good. I Do just you... found Alexa to be like a sexy female name. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So I'll just leave it alone. No ugly girls named Alexa. Not that you've ever met. Not that I've met. I mean, I'm not sure I've met and an by Alexa. The way, beauty is within the eye of the beholder. That's Al, right. So there really are no ugly people. And only skin deep. Unless you're just that narrow minded. Not me. I think we both are actually. I'm not narrow minded at all, Jerry. <laughs> I don't I don't even see looks. Uh yeah, okay. In people. I believe that, sure. I love this study that came Most out. Most critical person I've ever met. Jerry, this hey, is look at from... Her. She should have a salad once in a while. Uh, mix in a salad, sure. <laughs> this is from the uh jur- the it's a new journal called Comprehensive Results in Social Psychology. All right? Yep. So this isn't some Fugazi website I'm giving you. Of course not. It's a journal. Comprehensive Results like in Social Psychology. No, no, no. Like, you know, like if you were to study in a master's degree or a PhD program, you would do a lot of your research from journals, scholarly journals. What I'm saying is this isn't Fugazi. A new study by them shows that, you know, people might say to you, Jerry, do you volunteer? Because yes, volunteering I do. helps you feel better okay. about yourself. So volunteering while you're helping other people, you're also helping yourself because volunteering makes you feel good. Kind of like when you donate. Right. It makes you feel good as long as you get the credit for it. As long it, as you feel people very know I did donating. it. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Well, this new study is saying that there are zero psychological benefits to volunteering. Zero. It's not making you feel better. Well, that depends on what you're doing. See, that's not true. I think that's a blanket statement. If you're volunteering to go bring shopping carts back into your local shop, right? Right. That's not. That's nothing. It's going to help out the people that are shopping. Okay. It's not going to do anything. On the flip side, if you want to volunteer at an old age home, for instance, by, I don't know, maybe going in and fixing a nice old lady's flowers or bringing her flowers. Or, or playing checkers with an old something. man. Something. And you get a smile and you get a thank you. If you don't feel better about yourself, you're not human. You're just not. So I think there are certain things you can volunteer and get something out of. I do agree there are probably others that are, meh, whatever. Like you've, Let's say you go volunteer at the old age home to do their landscaping just right. to make the place look better. You can be exhausted. 
then no one cares. I don't think that really helps. Right, so you don't think there's a psychological benefit to that? No, but I do think there are certain ones that, you know, go to an orphanage and play checkers with a a seven-year-old that doesn't have a mom or a dad, and he hugs you when you're done, or she hugs you when you're done. You can tell me that you don't feel any better about yourself leaving there? Stupid, stupid journal. That's crap. That's out. That just made me sad, Jerry. Well? Playing checkers with an orphan. I wouldn't kill you once in a while. To go play checkers with an orphan? I would take him out for a catch. Teach him how to hit a baseball. Right. You've got nothing but time on your hands. What do you really do of, of significance? Well, I, I like to try to play the piano by myself. For others, Al. Oh, for other people. Oh. Well, I kind of do stuff here. I feel like the audience gets something out of it. Maybe uh, orphans are listening to me on the radio. When was the last time you volunteered? For something? For anything. Anything? <laughs> hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> Volunteered, meaning I went somewhere and did something? <laughs> I guess. It's been a while. <laughs> How are you feeling about yourself now? <laughs> now, we did we did go to an event uh, this weekend for Boomer's Foundation. We did. Of which I donated. Nice. And, uh, and <laughs> go ahead. And I did wonder, I wonder in the morning, the next morning, does Boomer check this oh, he donated? <laughs> Why did you just ask him? You've been around him for 10 effing years. Ask him. Uh, Boomer, did you notice? Or who made the bigger donation, me or you? Hmm. Good question. He knows. <laughs> there are so many donations that come in that I do really think they give him a printout of everything. Plus, those donations start at 50K. Well, the ones that he cares about. Right, I'm saying the yes. Yeah, I do love there. that too. I do we have 50, 50. Yes, 50. I'm like, whoa. Hold on. Right, multiple people going right here. 50 Gur. <laughs> it's very funny. Sign me up. God bless them all. Yes, uh, nice job by them. Uh, here's another one, Jerry. Another study, if you will. <laughs> Researchers conducted a survey. They asked people, uh, are you nice? If I asked you that, Jerry, are you nice? Yes. Are you a nice person? Yes. You would check off, yes, you are I, nice? I would think the, the answer is very simple. Mm-hmm. You, I'm very nice. Once you become a jackass to me, we flip. Then you're out. Yes. Then you can go after yourself. So researchers found that uh, 98% of the population believed that they were in the nicest 50% of people. You follow what I'm saying so far? Yes, that's too many people. 98% of people. Most people think they're on the nicer half of society. Yes. That they're nice to people. And the researchers found that was incorrect. People (laughs) thought they were nice because of things like this. They said, well, I give directions to strangers a nice thing. I hold the door for somebody. Very nice thing. But when it came down to other nice things, researchers found people didn't do these things. Like what? Like carrying another person's heavy shopping bags. Okay. I don't know that I ever see that, but all right. Giving blood. I've, I've given blood. Giving money to strangers. No chance. Yeah. Charities, yes. Strangers, no. I had a guy accost me yesterday. I had to take the... Uh, Train back to New Jersey because I got the uh, lift ride in for the snow day. Right. So when I was getting my ticket at New Jersey Transit, a a gentleman walked up right next to me and stood about six inches from me and said, give me $3. Didn't ask. He said, give me $3. give me $3. I'm not surprised. I said, uh, I ignored him as I was punching in my ticket. And he said again, give me $3. I said, I don't have $3. I don't have cash on me. 
He said, give me $3. Wow, persistent yeah. son of a bitch. I looked him right in the eye, Jerry. And this is a guy that could have beat me up and said, go away. Good for you. And he went away. Not a nice gesture, but good for you. Yes, it worked. He pushed the I limit. I felt powerful. Yeah, it's too much. I mean, he pushed the limit, Jerry. They're very, a, lot, a lot of these people, especially at Penn Station, are yes. very comfortable. Penn Station is a disaster oh, it's area. awful. I had not been there in quite some time. Especially around a snowstorm and cold weather. They come out of the woodwork to basically just get warmed up, which but, you feel bad for them. Yes. I get it. But there are shelters. Well, this guy cost people. <clears throat> this guy did not appear to be homeless. He really? just appeared to be trouble, Jerry. Man, crazy. Trouble. Another survey for you, Jerry. Are you survey ready for this says... one? Let's see where this comes to us from. This is the, they rank the 10 happiest cities in America. We've done this before, have we not? Well, perhaps. Okay. Eight of the 10 cities are in one state. How about that? Top eight 10, of the 10 happiest in cities state. in America. Eight of the top 10 are in one state. I'm going to say that that state is, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. Washington. Mm-hmm. It is not Washington. Arizona. No. All right, I'm out. California. You know, it's funny. My first thought was Florida, Texas, California. And then I'm like, nah, because Texas, where they had a big economic boom a few years ago, I think has hit some tough times. Florida, I know you always read these stories about bad things that happen in Florida. And California, I figure the tax rates are so effing high right. that that would not be in the mix. California, huh? How about these cities? Fremont, California, clocked in at number one. Okay. San Jose, Irvine, California, San Francisco, Huntington Beach, which I've always heard nice things about, though I've never been, uh, San Diego, Oakland, Santa Rosa. What is that noise you're hearing? I don't know. I heard that too, right? But something's playing in the but studio. But anyway, um, interesting. Yes. Hollywood in there or no? Hollywood, California, no. L.A., no. But uh, Washington, D.C. is there. Really? And then what's 10? What would be the last city of the 10? Eight from California, Washington, D.C., and what's the other one? Uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. How about, I how about that? You could have given me all day. I don't think I would have come up with Sioux Falls, South Sioux Falls, Dakota. South Dakota. You could stop by and see Mount Rushmore probably. If There's no Basking Ridge on the list? Basking Ridge is not on the list. Seems happy to me, though, Jerry. Well, you're New a, York, not on the list. You do your happy dance in your condo every day. I do. Solo. Because you're one of the happiest people in the 50% happiest people in the country. Right. I feel like I am, uh, I am in that percentile. Mm, I don't know if I would buy that. I think one of the TVs is on in here. Yes, well, I have to go do an update, right, Jerry. so if you want to handle this, I and we'll come back all when out. it never happens. No worries. Jerry, I have a story here about a uh, New York plastic surgeon. All right. This will be interesting, I'm sure. Who specializes in uh, uh, plastic surgery for men. Okay. I have plastic surgery for men. Usually, plastic that surgery like for facial men, facial yes. or for breasts or... Normally. Yes, normally. Don't girls like to inject their butt? Uh, butt injections, I suppose. That uh, could they? be a new thing. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, well, he, this guy, Dr. Norman Rowe. Norman Bro? No, Rowe. Rowe. Oh, Norman Rowe. Norman Rowe, R-O-W-E, New York, plastic okay. surgeon, right. claims he's perfected a procedure that can uh, help men get more girth for their penis. Girth meaning width. You know, I know what that means. Okay. Not length, girth. 
I didn't realize that was an issue for some guys. I know length for some right. bothers them. I did not know. Evidently, the some men some men want girth. Well, I don't know if the men do. I would think their oh, their partner probably right. would okay. like more girth. But this procedure involves injecting your penis with your own blood. All right. First of all, just stop saying that. That all hurts right. to hear it. Which part? Penis or injecting? Yes, both the of injecting those. of that part. Ugh. This guy There's says, no uh, chance I would do that. You come in, you get the injection. Twenty minutes later, you're walking out the door. It's your own blood injected into your penis. But where does it go? It just stays there. Well, this reminded me. At first, I thought, well, how does this work? Then I remembered when I got hernia surgery. You had an injection into your penis. Nope. But I know how this works. When I had the hernia surgery, the the doctor told me. He said, "Look, you're going to have swollen." Uh, testicles and penis for could be up to 10 days, I believe Your it was. Swollen too? Because the blood from the surgery gets down in there and it engorged the whole area. So I had this. Were you walking around like, oh yeah? No, because it was uncomfortable. Uh, but wait. Well, here's why, also why. Not only was it uncomfortable, everything down there was black and blue. Ooh. And it wasn't sore. It didn't hurt the the penis and the testicles, but it was black and blue, and it looked terrible. But could you at least look at me like, how did that get that big? Yes, I did see that. It was enormous. <laughs> and because it was black and blue, which black and blue really means purple. Right. looked like a big eggplant. So I know, I do, I could say I know this does work. Like double the size? Double. Really? Yes. That's weird. Yes, very weird. And it took a while to go away. And even after the swelling went down, uh, my penis was still two different colors. Purple and normal skin color. How long until it was like 100% back? I don't know. I don't remember. Two weeks, maybe? That long? Yeah. Wow. And you've never been clipped, right? You've never had that done. A vasectomy? Yeah. No. I would never do that. Okay. Why? Why have a weird procedure done that you don't need? Well, to to prevent a child. Oh, I see. That maybe you can't financially support, or maybe you feel like you've gotten too old to have. Right. That's why. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, so that's out. It seems just that seems like I don't want to be anything cut down there that I don't need to have cut down Got there. It. No, that's fair. I always wonder like what the reaction is to that what percentage of men do you think get that married men yeah 30 percent. 30 percent. yeah i would say 30 percent. 30 i don't know the answer maybe it's more maybe yeah. it's less i would say 30 percent. well they always say by the way this is the day that men go in for the procedure they Today? actually say yeah uh thursday tournament day? yes tournament Why? day How come? because they get it done in the morning and they're forced to go home and rest the rest of the day and probably off tomorrow too and then off tomorrow that's interesting. I yeah. didn't know today was National uh, Vasectomy Day. Basically. Absolutely. If you uh, Twitter that, if you search for that on Twitter or Google it, Jerry, it will come up. Interesting. Yes. Interesting to note. Uh, very interesting to note. As Vin Scully might I do say. Like, I do like your answer, though, as a single man. Why would I want to do that? Why do I do that? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, guys do it on their lunch hours sometimes. That's what yeah, I've but heard. I also know it can be a little bit more complicated than just running into the doctor, having it done, and, hey, I'll be back to work. I mean, yeah. 
I know I had a friend of mine that did it, no problem at all, exactly what you're talking about. Another friend of mine that did it and was off for like three days and just didn't feel right for a few days. I don't understand how there are guys that do it without telling their partner. I do know of someone that's done that too. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. How do you how do you hide your your testicle pain for from your partner? I think well you pretend you're going on a business trip and just hide out in a hotel until the pain subsides? No, I mean, if you have kids and you're busy, right? Why can't First of all, why can't you just say, God, my stomach's killing me today? And take Pepto, whatever. You can, I hate to say this, but you can lie your way around that. What you can't do is lie your way around having sex with your wife if that's the case, because you're not going to be able to do it. So I think you would have to at least strategically know what the schedule was and that there was no time to allow for it. And then you're probably good. And when you have a vasectomy, you still ejaculate. There's just no sperm in there, right? As far as I know, yeah. It basically kills off everything inside you. They're clipping the sperm tube. Yeah, and I, they are reversible, are they not? Uh, yes, I have heard that. Yeah, that seems very unnecessary to have two surgeries and you end up back where you were. How about though? sometimes people will have a vasectomy and then still get pregnant? Uh, yeah, well, wasn't that, uh, it was Cromartie, wasn't it? Yes. Because it's not 100%. It basically kills 9 It's. I thought it clipped the it tube does. that took the sperm there. So if that's clipped, how is it getting... Because it can. some can still sneak in and some will still survive for a period of time. By, this by body. the way, there are people out there right now that are just banging their head against their wall yes. because they know more about this than we do. But from what I've read about it, and I have looked into it. I've opted not to do it, but I have looked into it. Um, it it can happen. What, was, what part about it made you opt out? Uh, any part of a knife down there. Yeah, see? That's if what I'm thinking. I don't have to do it. Yeah. Eh. I just, I, I'm not going to call it unnecessary because I have thought about it. But it comes right down to making the appointment, which I've called a couple of times. Right. I've then canceled. <laughs> Sitting in that office. And, and by the way, you can't just make the appointment go in and have it done. Like, you have to go in, they have to evaluate you, and then you have a couple weeks to think about it, and then you go back. At least that's what my guy told me anyway. Yeah. He would not do it on the spot. He want a hasty decision. Right. Which I wasn't planning on it. I just made the appointment to go in and talk to him. Hmm. So how about that? How about that? And opted, no thanks. Hmm. I didn't even like when they had a, I had a cyst removed from my stomach. I didn't even like that. Yes. Like this whole, let's just try and stay healthy. Well, I have the hernia on the other side that's not, that doesn't have to get done right away, but it will have to get done. So you're going to have an eggplant penis again? Gonna, yeah, and I don't want that. Oh my God. So you've been through. Why couldn't you have just done them both at the same time? Well, because the guy told me at the time, he said, he he said, eventually you'll have to get this one done. He said, because you're at the very beginning of it. And then when you fix one side hernia, it pushes your intestines more to the other side. Man. And it pushes it out more. That sucks. It sucks. And I'm sure knowing you, you'll probably plan that surgery around 4th of July so you don't have to miss a day of work, for <laughs> God's sakes. Well, last time I did it on a Friday. Uh, of course you did. Right and I, after work, right? Right after work, and right. I came back to work Monday. Yeah, in sweatpants, and you were limping around like Oh, an old my man. gosh, yeah. And I couldn't sit down because my uh, genitals hurt with that area. <laughs> All right, I got to go. Okay, Jerry. The warm-up is uh, coming up now. It was a good warm-up, I it thought. It was good. Today. I agree. Good By the way, they're getting better. They are getting much better. Okay. That's it. So? I'll give the head nod on that one. <laughs> It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton.
Good luck with that. All right, working our way through the week. It's Thursday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. NCAA tournament in full swing today. Going to be watching Princeton this afternoon, 12-15 against Notre Dame. The Princeton game I probably will not have on. You will not. Okay. I only have interest in one game, and it is tomorrow. Oh. Uh, Out of all 32 of the first two days, you have interest in one game. There's one game that's caught my eye. This is uh, Kentucky versus Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky has no chance. Well, Why would you watch that? They have some chance no because chance. a restaurateur in the Cincinnati area, and I'm very confused by this, but evidently Kentucky and Cincinnati. They're very close. Yeah, like when you fly to Cincinnati, you land in Kentucky. Like the airport's in Kentucky. Then call it the Kentucky airport, <laughs> but they call it the Cincinnati airport. So if I fly into Newark, People You're in think, Newark. People think they're flying into New York. Well, they're incorrect. The dumb they're tourists. Dumb tourists. But when I land in Cincinnati, don't tell me I'm in Kentucky. Right. So there's a guy in Cincinnati who owns a number of restaurants. Mm. But I guess there's some of them are near the northern Kentucky campus. And he has offered to buy a steak dinner for all of the northern Kentucky students if they upset Kentucky. See, this is brilliant because it's low-risk, high-reward. Everybody's talking about this guy and his restaurants, and there's no chance that Northern Kentucky's beating Kentucky. Well, there's a chance, and then he would What do you think the odds are in that game? I say, Jerry, every game is 50-50 to me. Yeah, okay, well, you get wrong. A 50-50 shot of coming out the victor. That's why they play the game. You're absolutely right. That's why there are big upsets. Northern Kentucky is not beating Kentucky. He would owe not happening. He would owe fifteen thousand steak dinners. So what? That he is, owns it. I mean, that includes side ah, items as well. He owns it. I thought it was just steak. Potato. No, I no, it was so, a steak dinner. No steak dinner. That mm. uh, and dessert is part of dinner. He's going to dessert owe, too. Yeah. Do you he, think again? He owns it though. It's not like he's like, hey guys, if they win, I'm taking you to wherever. On me, here's my credit card. Right. His restaurants. Okay, they're his restaurants. Yes. But it's still a very pricey steak dinner on the line. Do you think all 15,000 students go the same night? That'd be quite a wait. <laughs> I don't think that would work And out Al, so what well. about the vegans? <laughs> yeah, what about the vegans? Well, I'm sure what they could get the themselves vegans? some tofu. Tofu steak and dinner. And green beans or something like that. Uh, Kentucky is a 19-point favorite. Not as bad as That's not terrible. Not, not terrible. It not happens sometimes. Happen. A number 16 will knock off a number it one. It has happened. It's never happened. Ne- never. Well, what it are happened you talking about? Once in the women's side. It's never happened in the was, men's tournament. Right. I was talking about the one on the women's no, side. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, like you Eddie weren't. Mentioned. And well, Hold on, Eddie. Shut up. And which game was that, Al? Oh, that was um, Utah beat the UConn women Huskies. Oh, you think so? That year. <laughs> it was so a big stupid. upset. I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. I have no idea who it was. Pretty sure it wasn't Utah I know, and UConn. I know it was Stanford who lost. They had injuries, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the injuries stacking up. Probably going to sit. I'll tell you this. The steak dinner is going to be on Kentucky's minds, and they're probably going to lose that game. In fairness, I hope Northern Kentucky does win. Me but, but too. They, but they're not going to. All right, At Jerry. what point will you check out of that game? Kentucky goes up by 10. Are you No, done? that's nothing. I watch these Knicks games. They 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 have 20-point leads that they blow in a 15-minute period. Yeah, fair enough. So 20 where do you? At what point do you check out? Forty-one points. Forty-one points. Then I'm like, you know what? The steak's not happening. <laughs> you think the steak dinner is not happening? Well, I'm glad to see you'll be glued to some sports. Absolutely. This so you're locked fantastic. in. What time is that game out? That's a nine thirty game Excellent. on a Friday night. But you'll be done I'll by be ten. There. You'll be asleep by ten o'clock. I do like to watch a twenty twenty on Friday night, so I'm not sure I'll be locked fully well, locked really in on that. Aren't you? <laughs>
God bless you. Or some murder mystery on Dateline. <laughs> it's always the husband or do you the go wife. out to dinner always. on Fridays at five p.m. like you did I Valentine's do. Day? Yeah, five do you p.m. Really? And I do I'm watch. Kidding. I do watch these Datelines every week, and it is always the husband or the wife that knocks off the other one. Always. So why As watch anymore? To what? Because sometimes kids? I get hooked up. It could be the that neighbor. Could be the neighbor. And it never is. And it never is. Cheating spouses, not yes, good. Yes, not good, Jerry. Not good. Did you see uh, Dirk uh, Nowitzki got an interesting uh, letter in the mail from a fan or a package? We get yes, packages here. We do. Interesting packages sometimes. And uh, uh, someone sent him a potato with his uh, body on it. Nice. Not carved in the potato. The Nowitzki tato. Almost potato. Like, almost like an iron-on on the potato. Okay. So what's and wrong he, with that? And he had uh, uh, tweeted out a uh, picture of it. He was very excited by it. Looks like a fathead. I would a been, mini fathead. I would have been creeped out by it. Someone, you, well, I got first a of potato all, in let's the mail? Not, let's stop that nonsense. If someone sent you a fathead of yourself no, on a potato, okay. you would, you would go get a glass out. jar. You would save it till the end of the world for you, the end of your life, and you would tweet it out and Snapchat it and Instagram, Instagram it everywhere. Pa- whatever, Periscope. It, right, whatever you do. You would walk around Manhattan periscoping, I'm going for a walk with my potato, me and me. Look at us. Look at us. around. My... That's what you would do. What filter do you think would be good for that if exactly. I Instagrammed it? Exactly. Like a Valencia? A sepia. Sepia? I think so. Sepia potato? I like black and white photos. Black and white. All right. Black and white looks good. So there are companies where, and I know I've seen this story uh, for a couple of years, there are companies that send strange potatoes to people as sort of gag gifts. Well, it's the same thing as like buying a star after somebody, right? I mean, well, at least you get the unique. potato. You don't get a star in the mail. No, but you get a certificate I mean, for your star. Right. Do you not? Yeah, but this is, you got the, you get the potato. Doesn't the potato go bad? Yeah, well, you they say. potatoes and you get the little growths on yeah, them? Yeah. Hmm. When you, you can plant it and grow a potato tree. It'd be like you if you got like a hemorrhoid on your butt. Well, I don't know the correlation between that, but. Growing stuff. It's growing. Right. You can grow your own potato, then send send along. Hmm. You I, think there'll be copycat gifts like this? No. So uh, Royals Carmelo manager Ned Yost. Um, Ned Yost. Jerry's moving on. All right, moving on yeah, to the next topic. Got it. Um, so Ned Yost is who? The manager of the Brewers. Royals. <laughs> <laughs> he played for the Brewers 100%. Right now he's the manager of the Royals. They okay. won a World Series a couple of oh, years yes. ago. Oh, yes. He's terrific. <laughs> Did he get a potato in the mail? (laughs) No, but I mentioned something on your butt. Um, A friend, uh, excuse me, a friend, two fans had some sort of a baseball bet. One lost, and the loser had to get a tattoo of Ned Yost of his face. Which now brings me back to when Craig and Boom were always talking about tattooing each other on their ass. Right. So Ned Yost was shown the tattoo in the picture. and he A photo of it or the guy? Near the butt. Where the guy showed him the actual tattoo. The photo and the tattoo going on. All right. And he was excited only from this standpoint. I'm just glad it's on the guy's back and not his butt. Right? Because right. now Good you can enough. see it and it wouldn't be where it would be. In the butt. butt. Yeah. No, no, Eddie. The butt tattoo is a weird. Do people really get butt tattoos? I guess they do. I guess Bob would know. He's a tattoo guy. He's a I'm tattoo. not a butt guy. I don't find the butt interesting. I don't find the butt sexual. <laughs> That's... But hey, to each his own, Al. It is fatty, so that I bet it's the probably... The butt is or the tattoo? The butt. Right. So I bet it hurts the least in Have getting a tattoo. Have you ever gone to get a tattoo no. and then kind of said, you know what, I'm good? No. Never once. No. You've never had too many... Vo- I've seen you with vodka. Yes. You've never had too many vodkas and nope. kind of said, mm, you know what, why not? He just no. buys Troy Aikman helmets. Yes. That's all you've done. 
I, with the influence of I alcohol. would always wonder, how do you pick a tattoo shop? Because you're really putting... You, you sometimes, I agree with you. You'll see, like, even in, like, the town where you live or the towns you cut sure. through to get to, there'll be some random, sketchy-looking tattoo parlor. And, and the guy is amazing at what he does. Right. There. But how do you know to go I in there? I think probably by reference. Yeah, that's got to be a, a big referral business. I, it has to be, because I'm with you. Why would you just pick one blind? They're putting a needle and ink in you. Right, so you would think yes. you want some sort of reference that the guy is good at what he does. So I came close once, but that was what were you going to get, Ned Yost? I didn't know. I just thought oh, this would be a fun idea, and it was in Mexico. <laughs> you love Herschel Walker. Why not a Herschel Walker? I'm head? not putting anybody's face on my arm. No, right. no way. And I would never get a tattoo in a foreign country because you don't know what their rules are Which for is health right. codes. We were. I'm trying to think. We were in Mexico. We had played. Uh, we were drinking those. Uh, those long, tall, frozen drinks. Strawberry daiquiris. It wasn't a daiquiri. It was like a, it was something with a, a lot Shirley of tequila. In it. No, it was not. Will you shut up? It has a lot of tequila in it. And I wound up, hey, this would be fun. And we're walking by. My wife said, probably not the best place to do this. If you want to do it, do it home. Right. So I didn't. And I never looked at anything and kind of had no idea where I was going with it. Okay. But I thought it would be fun, at least at the moment. Hmm. So there in you Mexico. go. Uh, Dana White had some things to say. And you're in, I'm not really into this because I don't care about this McGregor Mayweather thing. So yeah. I guess it might happen. It yeah. could happen. I, I was not caring about it either because every time they went to Dana White, he said, listen, I'm in charge of uh, Conor McGregor and he doesn't fight anyone without my involvement. Right. So it always seemed like a dead thing. But he was on Conan last night, to which Craig didn't even know Conan still had a show. I said millennials like Conan. Isn't he on TNT? TBS. TBS, okay. So Dana White was on there, and he said that uh, he really does think it will happen and that it will be a boxing match. Well, I know TMZ caught up with him, and he was he was asked point blank uh, if he thinks that it will happen. Yeah, I mean, th- there's, there's I, it doesn't make a lot of sense for my business, but I would never keep Conor from making that kind of money. And then you have the comments with the Conan show, so... Maybe but, this summer. Is that what we would expect? I think so. But he's saying it would be a boxing match because a lot of people didn't know. Right. So then the assumption would be Floyd May- Mayweather would kill this guy. That's the problem with this whole match issue is if you make it, you know, MMA, Mayweather's got no chance. No chance. If you make it a fight, McGregor's got a little bit better of a chance than Mayweather would if it was MMA, but you wouldn't expect him to have that much of a chance either. Well, Dana White's whole point was that McGregor is a much larger person than Mayweather, so maybe that would balance it out a little bit. I don't know, man. If you don't know how to really box, what should happen is if McGregor was losing the boxing match and knowing knowing he was going to lose that, then he just starts MMA in him (laughs) and just be disqualified. Yeah, just get disqualified like pro wrestling. (laughs) That would be funny. We'll take a quick break. Boomer and Carton in a few minutes on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, welcome back. Boomer and Carton coming up in about three minutes or so. Just quickly, USC had a big comeback beat Providence last night, 75-71. UC Davis over NC Central, 67-63. to And the NCAA tournament really kicks into full gear today. We've got 16 games on tap. And then you've got the story where you and I can sit here and say we were right. And, God, it feels good to be right because the charges were dismissed against Darrell Rivas yesterday. And we said it at the time. A, if he did what he did, good for him. But B, and then when the audio came out, it's not Darrell Rivas. Why were the charges so heavy against him, especially when they hadn't talked to him and gotten his side of the story? I mean, it really was a big charade for a month. Uh, But people who are against Rivas will say that his guy just said he did it. I don't think you can do that, though. When you've got the guy on tape, we hear the video. At no point do you hear Rivas threaten the other people. You want to say Rivas said him, all right, fine, great. 
But a lot of that was when you listen to what the police said, they listened to the phone and, you know, what, what they heard from it. Then there was no one actually saw Rivas throw a punch. So what did you charge him? On what basis? And the guys that got knocked out said they couldn't remember right. who, who knocked them out. So, again, you had serious charges against this guy. And I'm not going to say this is going to ruin his chance to get another job. Someone's going to sign him, and they would have anyway, I think. But it's just you put him through this nonsense for four weeks. For what purpose? I feel like if someone knocked me out, I'd have a pretty good idea who it was. Not if you got, unless you think that affects your memory when you get punched in the <laughs> what head. You got cold cocked hit. I mean, you'd if have I got no what? idea. Right from the side. <laughs> oh, from the side. Right or so from I behind. S- you'd have no idea who hit you. So he didn't introduce himself. Plus, first. your eyes would be closed so fast, <laughs> you'd be cowering in the fetal position as you saw that punch coming. You'd have no idea who was yeah, hitting you. That's true, Jerry. Yeah, of course it's true. And then the other one, uh, quickly, uh, Dante Hightower did resign with the Patriots. What a surprise! Didn't go to the Jets. And then you had Matt Harvey. Not great yesterday. I'm very concerned as a Met fan for Matt Harvey. I don't think he's going to be very good. Well, it's spring training. Oh, you can't say so that yet. I can't yet. judge that yet. No, you can't. He did some good things yesterday. I'll go back to his last start. We had one really good inning. The next inning, not so good. Let's get into April before we're going to say they're he's already, not going to have a good they're season. They're already telling you, oh, by the way, he's not a fastball pitcher anymore. He's going to be throwing breaking balls <laughs> That's <a problem>. and sliders. <laughs> Although he could reinvent himself and become a better pitcher that way. What about this knuckleballer? <laughs>